0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you
1: did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.
0: This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Dave Anthony. Today, the story of a family yearning to be together for Christmas but won't be again. It's the Ridge Alconis story. He's a Navy lieutenant who was imprisoned in Japan for a 2021 car crash that left two Japanese citizens dead. About a week ago, he was transferred from there back to the U.S., but not set free, even though he didn't commit a crime there, which is why, as you'll soon hear, his wife Brittany Alconis is so upset. She had a whole lot to say to us the other day. We fit what we could into the rundown on Friday, but a lot didn't make it in. Today, you get to hear everything. The complete story about Lieutenant Ridge Alconus, where he is now and why, and what put him behind bars in the first place in Japan, where, let's say, they have a legal system that is not like ours. Now, you may recall... She was also on the Rundown in August of last year, so it's a chance to get an update to her story. We thank you for listening. We wish you a very Merry Christmas, if you celebrate it, and invite you to come back every day for the Rundown during the week and for these weekend extras. And now Brittany Alconis on the Fox News Rundown Extra. Joining us on the Fox News Rundown again is Brittany Alconis. Her husband is a Navy Lieutenant, Ridge Alconis, who has been transferred. He had been in prison in Japan over a car crash in 2021. He's been released by the Japanese into American custody. He is currently in prison in the U.S. in Los Angeles, which is something that I know that Brittany's trying to change. First of all, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: So here we are. You now have your husband back in the United States, but not back home. I mean, this is, it's got to be great, but also frustrating.
1: Um, it's, you know, it's, it's more than, than frustrating, uh, it it's a betrayal of our country. and And I think the important thing to recognize here is that he was not released. You know, yesterday, hostages in Venezuela were released, and they will get to, after they are medically evaluated and everything, they will be returned to their families. Ridge, however, was transferred. So that is how he came back to this country. And so he was transferred from a cage in Japan to a cage in the United States.
0: So how did that work and why was he transferred?
1: Um, so two important points there. Uh, an active duty service member has never been designated as wrongfully detained and someone being held by an allied nation and more specifically a nation with which we have a status of forces agreement has also never been designated as wrongfully detained. Um, So rather than designating Ridge and getting him home under a trade, under a negotiation of a release, um, the government would only bring him back under the Council of Europe Treaty, which is a prisoner transfer which allows their case to be reevaluated in their home country.
0: Okay. Now, does he, under that treaty, have to finish out the sentence that he was given in Japan?
1: No, absolutely not. Um, first of all, with that treaty, the president retains all of his clemency, pa- pardon, commutation power. Uh, that is one way Ridge could get home. The other way is by having his case reevaluated by the parole commission, uh, and then he is re-sentenced in the United States, and then that sentence would be carried out. However, there there is no expectation, because he didn't commit a crime, uh, that he actually would have to serve any more time in the U.S. So this is just waiting for either the president to step in or for doj to carry out their process pull up a chair and join me rachel campos duffy
2: and me former u.s congressman sean duffy as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across america download from the kitchen table the duffy's at Foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts
0: now we understand president biden himself was involved in some sort of negotiation that led to him being transferred Yes. What have you heard from the White House about the possibility of clemency, about commuting a sentence, about ending this ordeal for your husband?
1: Um, so far, they have maintained that the president does not have the legal authority to do that. Um, but but as wait, already-
0: why? He's the commander in chief and he's the president, right?
1: You know, these arguments are well above my level of understanding however i have read the agreement it expressly states that the president retains his power in in no uncertain terms and i've talked we have lawyers i have talked to members of congress that are lawyers um senator lee has gone head to head With folks, and and it's just not true. It's all just a means of continuing to placate Japan, which is what we've been doing for two and a half years.
0: Yeah, because obviously what happened in 2021 has been part of a relationship that's been troubled at times, right? Japan has had a troubled relationship with some U.S. military, uh, with some events or incidents that have happened with are troops stationed there? Is is—is that part of the problem?
1: That's absolutely the problem. So actually, um, and I hope I get these details right, but uh, Japanese military attaches went to West Point. Um, a cadet stood up and asked why Ridge was still in prison. The answer had nothing to do with Ridge and instead they you know they cited tensions with the US because of incidents in Okinawa and because of that they have to um you know punish Americans harshly and so
0: so your you your have. husband is a victim of that in your opinion
1: yes absolutely
0: so bring us back to what happened you were on a family trip in Japan when mm-hmm this crash occurred, right?
1: We were, so yeah, my husband had had been gone for months. He had returned, he was gone for training. He was back for a brief amount of time and then he was going to be deployed for the rest of the year. Um, it was late, late May, 2021. And he asked each one of the kids what was one thing they wanted to do with daddy before he had to leave. And so um, one of my children, they wanted to hike Mount Fuji. And then at the bottom of the mountain, there's this cute little dairy with ice cream and pizza that you can get made from the cows right there. And we had taken our daughters there when they were little and they had seen the pictures and she wanted to go back there. Okay. Um, so he was making that happen for her. We left our home at sea level, drove up the mountain to Fifth Station and then started hiking for a bit. Um, you know, that, that's not a ton of hiking with, with small children, oh, understood.
0: But, you can do what you can yeah. do,
1: but at the, but it made her little dreams come true. By the end of it, we were above 8,000 feet. Um, when everyone started getting hungry for lunch, we headed back to the car and Ridge started driving us down the mountain and he was mid conversation with my other daughter when he lost consciousness. Um, There was no waking him. We were driving about 25 miles per hour. And
0: what a nightmare. I mean, you're just going right down the mountain and he's not responsive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I say this and it sounds like a long period of time, you know, this is a matter of seconds. Like it's all very quick. Um, but the car moves over, runs into a parking lot. And unfortunately two individuals, uh, later on, passed away from their injuries from that accident. Okay. But the accident did not wake him. My daughter trying to wake him did not wake him. Um, Japan claimed that he fell asleep. That's just, that's not true.
0: Okay, so let's Um, go into this. You you said they later died. The two people, like, like, there were stories this week about your, your husband being transferred back to the United States. They say the car crash that killed two people. Were they... Badly injured at the scene.
1: Oh no, no! Um, I mean, I f- I
0: feel like when we've spoken in the past, the details of this story are not as simple as 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 it sounds. Two people were killed in a car
1: crash. So when when the you know that's not an issue. I don't want to put put a bad light on the aggrieved family. Like obviously, what they went through, okay, is off. Okay. And I can't, put I will say that, you know, obviously Ridge and I were, were a mess. We were horrified. We were doing everything we could to help. Uh, the ambulance driver came up to me. He was trying to calm me down and he was saying, it's okay. It's okay. They're going to be okay. Um, you know, the, the elderly lady, she was sitting up and moving on her own and the gentleman had a broken hip. So he passed away a week or two later. Um, after a second hip surgery from a pulmonary edema, uh, or no, I'm sorry, from a um, a blood clot. Mm-hmm. And the woman passed away that, that evening from um, a small problem that was not treated.
0: Gotcha. Okay. All right. So let's focus instead. Let's go to, all right, what happens when police arrive at the scene?
1: Uh, So, first of all, the the military should have left immediately. Uh, We we are told when we move to Japan that if there is a car accident, you call the military immediately. They come, uh, they help with translation and everything. Um, So, we called them, they said they'd be on their way. Over an hour later, I called them again and said, where are you? Uh, They said, oh, we're just now leaving. And it's going to be about 45 minutes to, to an hour until we get there. So during that time, the police arrive. Um, they should have not taken Ridge into custody. Uh, he That's a larger, more complicated issue with the status of forces agreement. But they did not have the right to take him into custody. They did Had the military gotten there when they should have. Uh, he would not have been taken into custody. When they did take him into custody, he was held for 26 days. He was put in solitary confinement. He was interrogated for eight hours a day. They would ask him what what happened. He would say, I don't know. I need to see a doctor. Um, They said, well, you fell asleep. He said, that's not true. I need to see a doctor. They said well if you didn't fall asleep then what was it and once again he would say i don't know i need to see a doctor um he demanded a blood alcohol test they wouldn't give him that he demanded a, a drug test they wouldn't give him that um had he
0: been drinking that day
1: no no we're we're lds we're mormon we don't drink we don't okay. do drugs we're okay pretty boring so No. And that's but, you know, there was that fear since they seemed to be railroading him and did not, you know, he didn't get access to a lawyer Um, there. And he was worried about his health and his safety. Like he was mid conversation with his daughter and blacked out. Um, He wanted to see a doctor. And in his mind, a doctor could probably answer all of these questions that he was being asked for eight hours a day. And
0: So you believe, he, or he believes, or do doctors later believe that he had altitude sickness? Is that what happened?
1: So acute mountain illness, and it has to do with a rapid ascent and descent. And there's not a whole lot of places in the world where you can go from sea level to over 8,000 feet and back down again in such a short amount of time. Um, but Mount Fuji is one of those places, and this is not an uncommon issue we've learned.
0: And so then he has to go to trial.
1: Yeah. So um the family wanted him to be severely punished. Um, you know, we, we spoke with a lot of legal experts. I I spoke with Dale Sonnenberg, who is the head um civilian attorney for US Forces Japan. Uh, he sat me down. He told me that he's seen, you know, he's been there for three decades. He said he's seen so many of these types of cases, and he said of all the cases that he can compare to Ridges, the only person he's ever seen serve prison time is a gentleman that insisted on defending himself. Um, he said, "In Japan, you're you're guilty." That's it's a hostage justice system. You know, ninety-nine point seven percent conviction rate. There's no innocent until proven guilty, or even guilty until proven innocent. You're just guilty. Um, what you're aiming for is to get a suspended sentence. Um, Command naval forces Japan told me that, you know, the second they had him in custody, he he was going to be uh, tried and convicted. Mm-hmm. So.
0: So you were, uh, the second that they took him into custody and then you were told that and he was in solitary, you knew that this was going to go badly. How, how did it lead to his sentence?
1: So we, we were told once again that the only person that had ever served time, you know, what everyone does is they get the suspended sentence. You plead guilty, you show remorse, you give the family whatever they want you get the suspended sentence and you move on with your life.
0: Did you give so, the family what they asked for?
1: We did. They asked for 1.65 million dollars. We gave it to them. Um but that How did you get also,
0: that? Did you, you had to did you raise that money?
1: Uh we did. But believe it or not on a military salary, we did not have 1.65 million. No.
0: I, I would imagine you wouldn't.
1: So, I insurance paid about 700 of that. Uh, roughly there were, there were more costs outside of that. Like the medical costs were paid by us outside of the settlement.
0: Okay. So you Uh, paid the money and you expected to get him released.
1: Well, we were told that that was the only way that if there was any hope of him being released, we had to pay the, we had to pay the amount. And so, uh, we did a private GoFundMe, just family, friends, um, Miraculously, we were able to raise, um, over $500,000 in just a little over a week. Uh, so between that, That's amazing, between really savings, um,
0: so you had to spend your life savings.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it, the, there were Ridge was always concerned about two things: one, the family deserves to be taken care of, regardless of the fact that he was not legally responsible um, like he he was not criminally responsible for what happened. They were absolutely not responsible for what happened, and they suffered a terrible tragedy, and he wanted to make sure they were taken care of. um His other ask was to be able to be a husband and father again. And so those were the two things he wanted and paying the amount they asked for satisfied that requirement. And as we were told by the military was really the only hope that he would get a suspended sentence.
0: In the end though, that's not what happened.
1: No, nope. He was given uh three years. Um, you know, we are told that in that country, the prosecutors really hold all the power. A member of the aggrieved family is a high court prosecutor in Tokyo. Um, it seems we we would explain to to lawyers in Japan about our situation and they never understood. What happened to us is even in Japan's hostage justice system, what happened to us is not normal. Our lawyer couldn't wrap his mind around it. We talked to other lawyers. They couldn't wrap their minds around it. And then we would tell them, well, a member of the aggrieved family is a high court prosecutor. And then it would just be this, oh, like, all of a sudden they understood. uh, That's just bad
0: luck, right? I mean, nothing you can do about that.
1: No, no, nothing we can do. And we went to um, we went to appeal. And everyone was so certain on the appeal that they're like, oh, well, you know, the lower court judge couldn't possibly have gone against the desires of a high court prosecutor. But now we're going to be in Tokyo. We're going to be at the high court and it's all going to be different. Um, So the military swore up and down. He's going to get the suspended sentence. Well, he didn't. Uh, In fact, they didn't they didn't change the sentence at all. And. You know, we were told that Ridge could not defend himself in court, that that would be absolutely the worst thing he could do. However, at the appeal, and our lawyer agreed with that, our Japanese lawyer agreed with that. Um, At the appeal, however, our lawyer felt that actually submitting the medical diagnoses from the two doctors um, was the best course of action. However, the prosecution said that the medical diagnosis was not relevant to the case and the three court three panel judge um, three judge panel agreed that
0: and upheld the that, sentence yeah
1: and upheld the sentence but didn't, at least yeah but at least now
0: at that's over and he's in the united states again so how do you know how long he'll have to spend in prison here
1: um I don't know how long. I don't know how long he could have been home already. Like I said the president does retain his clemency power. Um Alex sobs. Uh his sentence, you know, was just commuted and he he was returned to Venezuela which was for the record the absolute right decision. We got we got many suffering Americans home for that but uh, just like the president can commute the sentence of of a criminal um to help americans he he can commute ridge's sentence the other option is to go through just the normal process through doj um because ridge's case is so simple there there is really nothing disputed about what happened um Legally, factually, it's an it's an incredibly simple case. And so that process could could have been done by now um, if there was a desire for it to be finished. Uh, However, we we have not seen any movement at all. And I. I think what it comes down to is it's still a fear of um, of offending Japan. You know, and yeah. Ridge told me I when did I see him? I saw him on Tuesday. Um, and you know, he was asking, he's like, Did I make a mistake? He said, I, I thought by agreeing to come back to the US that I would be free of Japan's influence. And he's like, That's clearly not the case.
0: But at least uh, at least you got to see him. And at least he got to see. The kids, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He got to hug his kids for the first time in a year and a half. Um
0: So that's worth it, right?
1: <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's <clears throat> excuse me, it's it's hard to put into words how it feels for him to be locked up by the very country he serves. Um You know, he has dedicated his entire adult life to serving this country. He didn't go to Japan on a vacation. He was ordered there. He was ordered there by our country. And when he received those orders, he did not have a choice. And so he went and he continued serving his country honorably. And he hasn't committed a crime. And the reason things were allowed to happen the way they did is because the status of forces agreement that should not protect our service members from, you know, prosecution when there's actual wrongdoing, but it should guarantee our service members legal rights. uh, It failed him. And several years ago, the situation in Japan was the same as the situation in South Korea. And it was such a big problem that the Secretary of Defense at the time felt the need, not not just the need, like the urgency to renegotiate the sofa in South Korea to ensure that Americans would get just basic due process in the court of law. But yet, Japan continues to get a pass on human rights. So and so,
0: so now. You just hope that somehow before Christmas somebody makes a decision, maybe the president, and it finally ends and he comes home.
1: Yes. Yes. This is absolutely absurd. You know, we, Ridge has been, (laughs) he's been bled by Japan, but the U.S., they've been the ones holding him down. Had he gotten the suspended sentence in the appeal the way everyone swore up and down, he would, it would have been his legal right at that moment to leave the country and not return. Just like uh, Greg Kelly, he was a businessman in Japan. He was railroaded, he was lured back into the country and then railroaded into a joke of a trial. He was given a suspended sentence. I mean, he was treated horribly, but he got a suspended sentence and because it was his legal right, the ambassador picked him up, drove him to the airport, and he was immediately out of that country. Um, so they could not continue to rail, railroad him in the court of law. Hadridge. Was that? Go ahead. Oh, Hadridge gotten that same thing. Had he gotten the suspended sentence, General Rupp of U.S. Forces Japan was refusing to let him to leave, the, leave the country. He said Ridge would have to remain in Japan until Japan had exhausted every opportunity to imprison him. And so, so this was back when Ridge was, was appealing, Mm -hmm. was appealing the conviction. Um, And I think that tells you everything you need to know. And I think it tells you everything you need to know about, about what's happening today is that this has nothing to do with Ridge. It has nothing to do with his legal rights. Um, it just has to do with with the alliance and and appeasing Japan, and apparently we're terrified of them. That that's the only thing I I can think of because none of this makes any sense. You yeah. know, our family has been sacrificed to this alliance for two and a half years, and it it could be done. They could end this. He's no longer in Japan. He's no longer in their control. He's no longer in their hostage justice system. And so there's absolutely no reason for this to continue.
0: When he is finally released, he's in the Navy. Does he Mm -hmm. have to continue to serve in the Navy? Do you know what would happen?
1: I I have no idea. We have no idea what that looks like. I mean, he, the Navy's done their investigation you know his C- his CEO reviewed the NCIS report, concluded that there was no misconduct. Um, so everything there is pretty simple. Uh, however, the secretary of the Navy, Secretary Del Toro, continues to hold his promotion. It's sitting on his desk. He could make he could have made a decision months ago, and and uh, he hasn't done so. Um,
0: a promotion to it, what? What would he?
1: What would it be? Uh, Lieutenant commander. So he was meritoriously promoted He was selected to be meritoriously promoted, uh, right around the time of the accident, and he would have put on lieutenant commander uh, in o- October first of two thousand twenty one. So that's been on hold for over two years, um, with really no explanation as to why the the navy hasn't made a determination yet.
0: But you get to talk to him every day now, right?
1: Uh, I do because he gets ten minute phone calls. And so we make use of that ten minutes. um you know, it's great to just hear his voice. It's great to be able to say good morning. It's great- you know, or good night um but it's like i said it's it's just it's hard to put into words the feelings of of betrayal um by the very country he serves it's I don't know I I I don't think it's better you know there's little things like that that are more convenient there there's other things that are less convenient about the prison and you know at the end of the day the the way Ridge put it like it's anyone's joking themselves if they if they think that any prison anywhere across the world is a uh, mentally spiritually emotionally uplifting place it's it's just not um you know we see him one day a week it requires us to drive to la and rush hour and it's you know a good four hours of driving to see him um well hopefully but it's, hope, it's a lot.
0: hopefully that ends relatively soon maybe in the coming days and and we wish you well and uh, and the best and and hope for his return home. Brittany Alconis, whose husband Lieutenant Ridge Alconis is now jailed in the United States after being transferred from Japan. Thank you for joining us and telling your story. And and we hope to talk to you again in the near future under better circumstances.
1: Me too. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think.
2: Listen live or get the podcast now at BrianKilmeadShow.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.